Hello and welcome to Metaphorically Speaking with me, Delia Delore, the show where we chat about mottos, metaphors and mantras. This week I am more excited than usual because we've changed things around a bit to allow you to be guests of the show. How? Because I'll be taking your calls. It's a great opportunity to share any metaphors or quotes that you grew up with or ones that have affected your life. And to sweeten the deal, I have something sweet and something very thought-provoking to give away to my first few callers. And you need to think of a metaphor or a saying that you've grown up with and how it has affected you. Okay, how did you spend Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee holiday weekend? I hope that you made time to do something really special. I spent the weekend with my children and grandchildren. We were just catching up. I showed them pictures and I was sharing them things about the cultures of my travels and telling them about my memories of Queen Elizabeth, Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II, having been privileged to have met Her Royal Highness. Now I'm at the South Bank Studios Colourful's Studios at the South Bank in London and it's a rainy day here at the moment but it doesn't mean that it's grey because right now we are colourful. Here's something, a song that has a metaphor. Tell me whether this metaphor means anything to you. She's just a girl and she's on fire Hotter than a fantasy Lonely like a highway She's living She knows she can fly away
Of course, that was Alicia Keys with Girl on Fire. Did you see her performance at Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations? She was absolutely awesome. And Alicia Keys has noted that this song is about new beginnings. The subject in the song is grounded and not backing down. Does that sound familiar to you? Sounds like me. Sounds like you, right? This Girl is on Fire is a metaphor for freedom. And taking full control of how to live your own life, you're on fire, is a common metaphor we use to describe continued success. What metaphor do you use that describes success or achievements? But first, I would like to introduce my guest to you. I have two guests in the studio. One of them has been with me all my life, and the other one has been with me for the last couple of years of my metaphorically speaking life and even before we came on air, of course. And uh, the team who will be listening right now know that I'm talking about Sabina Lal Chopra Garcia. And it's going to be a wonderful show today because Sabina knows all about metaphorically speaking. And of course, uh, apart from our founder here at Colourful uh, Kofi. So good morning, Sabina. Good morning, Delia. How are we doing today? Everything is wonderful, even though the skies are grey, right? We're all yeah. nice and cheerful and colourful at the Colourful Studios yeah, in London. Yeah, such a lovely weekend. It's, yeah, it's great, it's great. So bad. tell our listeners uh, in a very short space of time, what do you do for metaphorically speaking? So um, my title is script supervisor. Basically, I read the script scripts I, I just check them out make sure that what you're going to listen to is quite fun quite interesting quite informative and I always tell the team about this word just you know just <laughs> it's a tiny word mm. and it's not a word I like to hear because just if you're just someone it's like you're insignificant but you're not you're very significant because without you going through the scripts going through what we found out with metaphors we won't be able to give the quality programmings that we do here on mm. colorful and our second guest today as I said been with me all my life so of course it's got to be one of my children and uh, I'd like to welcome my daughter Candy Candy Delore and uh, to be correct about it counselor Candy Delore welcome to colorful radio and colorful studios Thank you, Mom. Hello, everyone. Good morning. And, of course, we are here to talk about metaphors. And metaphors are, as I said earlier, not just things that you might just say and do. There are quotes. There are little stories that we've been told throughout the years that make sense to us. And sometimes, in childhood especially, they don't make sense. But then when we get older, we think, oh, my gosh, this is what I was I was told many, many years ago, and it's just clicked. Now, Sabina, you've been with us for quite a while. You've gone through many metaphors. Definitely. Has there been a or a few metaphors that you've said, oh, I didn't know this about that one? Oh, to be honest, a lot of them have been quite, quite, quite interesting. We pick such varied metaphors. The one that always sticks in my brain is um, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, I learned so much about camels. Uh, but just, I, I mean, I love metaphors that are quite visual, that really kind of stick an image in your head. Um, so I think they're probably the most uh, fascinating ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about metaphors that you might live by in your <laughs> life? <laughs> I mean, what comes to mind is always um, hot mess. It's definitely the way I would describe myself I don't know if people out there relate but um kind of someone who's always moving has things happening doesn't always have control of everything but it's always flowing it's always working the hot mess the hot mess all right well Candy what about you is there a metaphor that resonates with you 
Um, well, there's one that I often use quite a lot, and somebody in my team brought it up to me the other day, and they said, just like you always say to us, Candy, when one door closes, another one opens up. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I've lived by for many years, um, you know, going through ups and downs in my life and stuff, having to remember, you know what, this door might have closed on me, but somewhere, you know, down the line, another opportunity will follow in its place, because I believe what's yours is yours, and, you know, whatever is not supposed to happen for you, it's sometimes happening for you and you don't realize it <laughs> no definitely and you know listeners what about you don't stay quiet we have some really lovely treats for you so give us a call and tell us this is what we want you to say to us tell us is if there is a metaphor sometimes it's what goes around comes around uh, it could be a stitching time saves nine it could be something that was made up i remember one of our guests had something he called reggae as a verb. And mm. I thought, that's a bit weird. But he said it's because he was a, a reggae artist that he used a lot of verbs to tell stories in his reggae music. So that was his way. Is there anything that you say to your children that you perhaps have been told by your parents <laughs> or people who have been looking after you? Because I find that happens a lot, that it's, it's handed down. You know, it's just, it's like... You know, when children, you know, misbehave and you like point your finger and you say to them, behave yourself, you tend to like move your finger in, in rhythm, behave yourself, you know. <laughs> so there must be a metaphor out there. And uh, if you did give us a call and we think that uh, you've got a wonderful metaphor, there are a couple of things that can happen here. We can uh, give you a gift. Or we can say, that is a fantastic metaphor. And we will say, we're going to do a show on that metaphor. Now, former guest on Metaphorically Speaking, Galia Orm, she's the founder of Choc Chick. And she's given us large bags of Choc Chick chocolates. Now, you try saying that fast, okay? <laughs> so she's given us some, some bags of Choc Chick chocolates and they are organic raw cocoa snacks and we'll give these delicious chocolates to our callers and to the caller that brings us the metaphor that we decide to produce on a subsequent show we'll give them a copy of 28 pounds 10 shillings a windrush story by tony fairweather and here's some context to the book after world war ii england was on its knees so the call went out to the British Empire for volunteers to rebuild the mother country. Young men and women from different Caribbean islands were quick to respond, paying the considerable sum of 28 pounds, 10 shillings, which is 600 pounds in today's money. So that's a lot of money, right? To board the ship of dreams. This historical fiction is the backstory of the people, many in their teens, who had never before left their parents or island. And the two-week voyage on the Windrush shore, parties, win, um, friendships, fights, racism, sexual encounters, and discussions about God and love. And Tony Fairweather will be joining us next week. Now, when I read the book, I thought, oh my gosh, these stories that I didn't even imagine it was happening. I just saw the pictures that we were shown on TV, but the things that were going on, you know, behind the scenes of it all, I didn't kind of think about how it did. So it's a really great book to get yourself on track as to how it was in those days. And wow, I mean, when you think of spending 28 pounds and 10 shillings, we think, oh, okay, but it's 600 pounds. And in those days, 600 pounds is like us, I don't know, 
must have been a few, maybe 10,000, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, people, but it, it was a, a lot of money. So if you would like an opportunity to get one of those books, then give us a call, and all you have to do is tell us a metaphor, okay? Now, let me give you some more encouragement. If you want to think of a metaphor or something that someone told you when you were a child, you know, I, I've heard my great mother, grandmother, she used to say all kinds of things to me, and it was in different languages. So we did have another guest who had um, his metaphor, Willikul Batwitalawa, and that was um, Leroy uh, Logan. And he spoke about, you know, being in Jamaica uh, and uh, because of his childhood and the pride of Jamaicans. And, you know, they'd say that they were Little Island. But as we know, you go to parties and we go to clubs. And when they say, anyone Jamaica in the house, it's not Little, is it? It's quite huge. But of course, the metaphor for him was that they were a small island, but they were capable of doing big and huge things. So we're talking about um, metaphors. And I'm thinking, well, because I always interview people, I never really say much about the metaphors that I like. And I, I don't know within, you know, Candy Sabina, whether you have heard of the metaphor, a stitch in time saves nine. I have heard it. I've never used it myself. And I've always kind of wondered where it came from, who uses it. Um, not something my family has ever really passed down. Okay, have you heard A Stitching Time Saves Nine, Candy? I, I actually haven't heard this message Okay, before, so, so if I said that to you, what, would, what do you think it would mean? A stitch in time. Saves nine. Saves nine. Yeah. So someone making a, an, a fast action or something, you know, moving quickly can save people. Yeah, yeah, kind of th there's that kind of version to it, but there's another version to it as it's, well. It's like a, if you make a good decision, if you kind of make the right decision first, it saves uh, time later on. Uh, you don't have to correct mistakes later on is the way I've understood it. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. I think that's the thing about metaphors. You can really make them be what you mm. want them to be. And sometimes yeah. I find with metaphors that you can actually say something. It, it's like, it's explains things like if someone says like I remember I can't remember exactly what it is but with my granddaughter Savannah we were talking the other day and she said no no what's this and she asked me she asked lots of questions what's this what's that and I it was a big word and I tried to make it smaller but I thought you know what if if I say a metaphor I mean I wasn't thinking let me say a metaphor but I just said it just came out of my mouth and she understood straight away mm. You know, so if I put it in context, so if I had to say, well, um, and normally that metaphor, a sitting time saves nine, it's, it's kind of used when you reprimand someone or you oh. try to encourage someone to do something. So you might say to reprimand, you would say, um, well, I told you if you had bought it when it was on sale, you would have got it for 50% off. And now you've got to pay the whole. <laughs> so a stitching time saves nine mm. or I told you you've got this essay to write, you know, you've got this thesis to write, and I told you if you, you did it like two weeks before the deadline, then you wouldn't be now stressing out mm. to get, you know? Well done. <laughs> yeah, so if, if, you, if you wanted to say to, say to, instead of saying, I told you, you, you say perhaps a stitching time saves nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also it, could also it could also mean that, you know, if the per let's say you had that conversation with the person and they listened to you and they did it, and then they come back and they say, wow, you know, 
um, you know, I listened to you. You said that, you know, you said that if I did it now, mm. it would have prevented all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you say, yeah, stitching time saves nine, you know. So, hey, people, we're, we're talking around you. We're waiting for you to give us a call and tell us what you think about maybe metaphors. You might say, I don't call that a metaphor. Sometimes people call them quotes mm -hmm. as well. Yes. And, you know, yeah. And there is a difference between a quote and a metaphor, yeah. you know. And a lot of people think, metaphorically speaking, well, isn't that something to do with, I don't know, a quote, any quote. Yeah. And there is a crossover. If we have to be, you know, English and politically correct, <laughs> then yeah, perhaps we wouldn't use quotes. But a lot of people, and mantras as well. Yeah. A mantra yeah. is something that we live by. A mantra is something that calms us down. A mantra does something that kind of explains to the world how we feel and how we could feel. So they're all different types of things, aren't they? But anyway, let's go to another song that has a metaphor. And let's see whether you can figure out what that metaphor could mean, what the singer is talking about. And in the meantime, have a think about the metaphor that you could tell us. It could be something that only your family knows about. Just, you know, tell us what it is. Strumming my pain with his fingers Singing my life with his words Killing me softly Right on, strumming my pain with 
Black Clap Prize, well, my man Little Bass, Jerry one time. Wow, that is a song that has many metaphorical interpretations, isn't it? Killing Me Softly. You think of Roberta Flack, right? But we know we had the Fuji's hair. Um, but the phrase, Killing Me Softly, is a way of expressing a strong feeling of emotional pain from something so, so precious and beautiful that you wouldn't expect it to cause pain. You know, it's just like that saying, love doesn't hurt. I mean, love hurts. Even if you love and you're happy, it hurts. It's one of those metaphors that, how can a, a word like that be positive and negative? And that's what I, I like the beauty of metaphors because of that. Now, I've been asking you to tell me a story about a metaphor. And uh, so far, no one has said, okay, I want a bag of chocolate. So I want this fantastic book by Tony Fairweather. So I'm going to reverse things around, as they call it, reverse psychology. So I'm going to say a story. And it's a true story. It's only, it's very short. And as I'm saying it, if a metaphor comes to your mind, give me a call. If not, I'm going to give the giveaways to the guests. Okay? Now that's not what I, that's the giveaways are not for guests. They're for listeners. Okay? So here's a story. One day, it was cold, freezing, freezing cold, and you know what it's like, first thing in the morning, it was still dark, but I had to get up, go to work, and the heating had not kicked in yet, and I got out of bed, it was just so cold, running to the bathroom, get in, put in my clothes, and I start, get out of the house, I'm on time, and then all of a sudden, I just, I feel like too warm, on one area of my body and my legs. My legs, one, one leg was warm and the other leg was like freezing cold. And I'm thinking, I don't understand that. Why is one side cold and one side hot? And then I was running to catch the bus. And when I ran, I tripped. And you know what we're like and as a people. We trip and we get up like we forget that, you know, we're just kind of like styling it. We're styling it like, oops, you know. <laughs> and I'm styling it. And then all of a sudden, this man comes up to me and he says, are you okay? Are you okay? And I said, yeah. And he goes, what's that? And then I looked at the bottom of my trousers and I had a pair of tights <laughs> falling out at the side of my trousers. So basically, I already had a pair of tights in my trousers and I didn't realize that I had a pair of tights in my trousers. And so it was falling down and that is what tripped me when I tried to run across the road. Now, I know I had a metaphor in my head about, and I just don't know what metaphor it was. Now, I've said that. Now, no one has called you, so I'm going to go across to my guest, um, Sabina. I mean, is there a metaphor that really describes tripping over tights in your trousers? There must be. Great, there must be when, when something story. happens, like, you know, something's gone <laughs> wrong and you try yeah. to style it up. You know, like, oh, there's nothing wrong. There you must be something. Oh, I, well, there's definitely. an African proverb. Uh -huh. Because you've mentioned trip, it's kind of similar to A trip, trip, yeah. And maybe you might have been feeling some embarrassment afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. So yeah. Oh, you know what they... Says, yeah, go ahead. Do not look where you feel, but where you slipped. So rather than dwelling on your mistake, you're just probably thinking, how did I leave the house with the tights in <laughs> yeah. the house and not realise? Yeah. So yes, they say you're better off looking at what caused you to make the mistake. So you mm. would probably yeah. and then yeah. you might feel better about yourself you know afterwards because you say I didn't do it intentionally I was in a rush getting ready for work and mm. you just 
feel a bit better rather than feeling humiliated and embarrassed for the rest of the day saying oh gosh this happened to me in the morning because that can really yeah well thank you thank you for that well we actually have our first caller for the morning hello welcome to metaphorically speaking Hello. Hello, welcome to Colourful, you're on air. Hi. Hi, Delia. Okay, well, we will just uh, continue. Um, and hopefully, if you can call back and we can uh, catch you, because I would really like to give you the opportunity to, yes, to uh, get something from us have... today. Yeah, is the WhatsApp number? So my guest can hear? Work? Okay, uh, so my guest can hear that I... the caller is on. So I can't hear you at the moment. So let's see. Hello. Hello. Oh, good. Hi, Delia. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you. Am I online? Yes, you are. You're live and colorful. (laughs) Great. Great. Well, I enjoy your show. It's uh, it's lovely to to, to listen all the metaphors and everything. Now, I want to um, I want to share a metaphor that I heard frequently when I was a child. Um. Well, I have to explain it. I'm uh, from Turkey, and we have some uh, different metaphors. But my mother used to cook, and still, delicious food. And lovely, really. You eat your fingers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had always guests. And when the food is finished, when the dinner was served and finished, and people say, health for your hand. That's the translation. Health for your hand, but but they say it always with admiration. And when I was little, I never understand this health for your hand. Okay, I was taking it literally. It was funny, and I was always looking at the hands of my mother. Okay, is there something wrong with her hands? Mm-hmm, okay. And <laughs> but with the time, I I have uh, learned it what it is. And it took a great place in my in my life. Health for your hand. And whenever uh, now I cook for my children, and it's so lovely to hear when I when I serve the delicious food, and I get that uh, that uh, compliment from people, uh, which which took really place in my life when I was a little. And I always remember that funny funny memories that I was. <laughs> Oh. That I was curious, looking at the hands of my mother. What's wrong with her hands? Oh. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thank you so much for sharing that with us because, as you were saying it, I was actually thinking of, and I don't know whether this is a cultural thing. So please correct me if I'm wrong here. When food yeah. tastes so good, and you start, you know, licking your fingers. Of course, we had that phrase, "finger licking good," mm. right? There was that phrase, yeah, "finger licking good," good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So apart from that phrase, I remember yeah. that we used to look at people when they eat, and if they started to curl their toes, it was like, "Yeah, this food is really good." Did you ever have that within your culture? Like when people are enjoying their food, they're licking their fingers and they're curling their toes. Oh no, we don't. Lick the <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's, it's just very us. appropriate. Yes, no, you don't. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's a cultural thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. No, um, well, we we don't. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah on the table we don't do that, but it's um, it's uh, really it's a common thing. Health for your hands. It's oh, a lovely you know, expression. So. <laughs> it really makes you kind yeah. of feel like those hands are so um, powerful. They need to be saved. 
Yeah, well, next time that I uh, lick my fingers, uh, especially to my daughter's delicious cooking. <laughs> Let me tell you something about my daughter's delicious mm. cooking. Last year when I came, she gave me this plate of food, and it was a big plate of food, and I'm mm. like... There's no way I can eat all that. So she's laughing. She's laughing because she knows. Do you want to tell the rest of the story? Let me tell you something. That food was so good. I couldn't even move. She called me. She said, Mom, Mom. She called me to meet some people. I couldn't move from the bed because I was like, I was enjoying, I was sitting down in the bedroom, you know, and my son was there. We were just like chatting. Mm. I could not move. So I the next time that, that yeah, I Yeah, well, I, I really know that feeling that happened with my, in my mother's house to me, always. Yeah. Always. I, I say, yeah, yeah, mama, you give me too much. I don't want to eat that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. You have to, I'm right? I'm gaining weight, but... Yeah. But once uh, she makes something and and it's magical, okay? Mm. She she makes things in a minute, which is which are quite complicated. Actually, it takes for me hours to make yes. it, but just like in a minute, she 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 uh, makes something magical. Oh. And I will say, Mama, that's very heavy. I don't want to eat. I'm gonna. I'm already fat and stuff. But oh. now, and I, I eat all the plate and it's gone, and then she's angry to me. Well, the she's next saying, time <laughs> that I lick my fingers, I'm going to think of you. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing with us. Stay on the line so we can take your details, and we're going to give this caller a wonderful gift. And you can too if you call on 0203. 239-7575. So whiles we get those details and make you think about the metaphor. And oh yeah, I have thought of a metaphor that I was talking about that trip. Let's see if you can beat what I was thinking about, okay?
colorful, Delia colorful radio. Is metaphorically speaking with Delia Delore here on Colourful 
live in London. In the studio with me, I have Sabina and Candy, and we're talking metaphors. And of course, you just heard Too Blind to See It by Kim Sims. And uh, I have to apologize. We had quite a few calls and I, I missed them. I think it's because I was talking to, we were talking about food and you know what it's like. When you get into food, it's so comforting and it was, oh. So please, uh, if I didn't pick up the phone then, I am ready and available to pick it up now. Before we were talking to our first caller, oh, let me remind you as well, we've got some sweet treats for you as well. And we have that wonderful book by uh, Tony Fairweather. Um, and um, we are waiting to get your call. All you need to do is tell us a metaphor and uh, we'll take it from there. Easy peasy, Jack and easy, right? Now, you know, we were talking about... Uh, before the food, we were talking about me having a trip and uh, we were thinking of possible metaphors. And I came up with one and I'm thinking maybe it's not a metaphor. Maybe it's, I think it's a joke, but I, for the purpose of metaphorically speaking, I'm going to call it a metaphor. And I was saying earlier that I had my tights in my pants and it made me trip. And normally when I see someone trip and they try to style it out, I say to them, did you enjoy your trip? <laughs> Do you, do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and depending on who, if, if it's someone who I, I know, I say, enjoy your trip, ha ha ha. You know, but if it's someone I don't know, I say, do you enjoy your trip? And then it just makes them laugh. And then, and I think it's a really good thing to, yeah. So, you know what? If it ever happens to you, just get up. You know, after you kind of style it out, just say, oh, that was a wonderful trip. And then everyone around you will laugh. And then, you know, when you love sometimes it just breaks, you know, breaks the air and it just makes you feel that, that kind of moment of feeling embarrassed. Yes. It just kind of, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I hope that you will call us back. I'm sorry I missed the calls. I do want to give you the treats, all right? So what about, let's do another quick metaphor. Has anyone thought of one? Ah, I've thought of another one as I'm talking about giving away things. Here's one. Good things come to those who wait. All right? So we've got some good things. You've been waiting for us to be live in the studio. We are here now. And don't forget, you can join us on our socials at Metaphorically Speaking Delia. That is the Facebook and the Instagram tab. And then you can also, of course, get us here at colorful.com slash shows slash Delia and also uh, info at colorful.com. You can get me there. So there's lots of ways to get us. And of course, we always welcome your metaphors. Now, before we go, I'd like to sneak in one more caller. If you can call, I'm sorry that we didn't take the calls earlier. Any other metaphors? What about metaphors to say goodbye? Farewell. Yeah, that's right. See you later, alligator. See you later, alligator. In a while, you know, while crocodile. Yeah, there's so many of them. And do you know what? I reckon, and I did see the statistic. I don't remember it right now. But it was something like we say a metaphor like at least 20 or 30 times a day we say a metaphor. We either use them in the way that we behave or we even say them, we use them to illustrate moments in our lives and in our careers. So, well, we're going to have to wrap up, but we, before we do, I'd like to say thank you, not just to my guests in studio and to the uh, team here at Colourful, but to our team at Metaphorically Speaking. We are such a unique team. And I wanted to shout, we can't shout out 
everyone, but uh, I would like uh, Sabina to uh, tell us of some of our We've got a, a lot of lovely people who work for us, um, work with us. Mm. Um, a lot of important puzzle pieces, but some of our longest-standing members, Ottawa, John, and Ernie. It's been fantastic. Uh, everything you've been uh, bringing to the table, uh, making today happen, making everything happen. I always have to say hello to the writing team because um, they are uh, they make what happen happen. I know everyone does. Mm -hmm. And yes, uh, of course, I mean, there's just so many people it's in, in terms of and because we have because we we have um, so many people on our team. It's a, it is a unique team because we are a team that we like to give opportunities yeah. to people. Yeah.